Hello, and welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. Uh, I'm Karsten. And I'm Carrie. I'd like to get the names right out so people know, like, oh, it's Karsten. Who else is there? Like, am I committed to this or am I out at this right. point? And then they don't hear Josh's name and they're like, okay, skip to the next episode. Yeah, next episode. <laughs> I'm off, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just assume, like, oh, God, this guy again. But I think, you know, we, we have a rotating cast on the episode, but, you know, I've just thought about it i try i've been trying to get the names right out right away mm-hmm. so that way if it's josh's mom's week to listen right. and she goes oh no josh i'm out mm-hmm. and if it's my mom's week and she goes oh karsten's on this nope i'm out you right. know so exactly, like, that yeah. way it's you know you got to keep it all fair um so uh this is kind of an interesting episode because we're actually going to set up i don't know like a, a series a, a series yeah that'll work a series within bdma <laughs> That will be occurring in intervals. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to say it's going to be like one a month mm-hmm. or one every week. It's just going to happen. It's a thing that we we've talked about the idea of doing this. It will occur um, on a semi frequent basis. Yeah, exactly. And I know that they say for podcasts, consistency and following that's like the most important. Mm-hmm. So I think for us, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. And. You know, if we had people that listened, we may care. Uh, and as far as I know, it's okay, mom. Calm yeah. down. It's fine. Oh, wait, no, she doesn't listen to ours. No, right. Okay, we're good. Right. Yeah. Um. So really, I think what we want to do is we wanted to go through the entire discography mm-hmm. of one really, really, really great band. Mm-hmm. That is not Angels and Airwaves. It is not. It is not <laughs> Angels and Airwaves. No, <laughs> that is correct. <clears throat> um. But... Really, I know you're probably thinking like right away, all right, yeah. You know, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, it's, like it's not. Oh, Zeppelin. Also, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bloodhound Gang? Nope. Also close, close. but no. <laughs> Closer. Or, or not Daft Punk, e- Daft Punk either, not them. Nope. No, nope. yeah. Yeah, no. We're, of course, talking about Blink-182. Yeah, say it with us. Obviously, Blink-182. Yeah obviously and i think part of that is like the idea of i i know that there's there have been honest conversations about trying to go through the entire discography of the beatles mm-hmm. or the stones or so and, and the fact is i think it's a little different for something like blink 182 partially just because of the time frame that they existed and i'm you can already tell how i feel about the band existed <laughs> um you're saying a lot with just that one ending of a word. i am yes yes um, it was a time when I was actually, you know, alive, into music, mm-hmm. seeing things and, you know, what have you. Oh, their new singles are dropping. Oh, my goodness. Where, honestly, with the Beatles, it's like, oh, my goodness, their whole catalog just dropped on iTunes and right. I can buy it all or whatever. Yeah. And I think that those are all factors that kind of play into it. So it's not that we wouldn't be interested in doing an entire discography, but I think that it's partially just picking out what's a band that is important and significant and yet was still something that you know we have our ties for Mm -hmm. now if you're not a blink 182 fan it's okay you don't have to listen to it you can still just come and hear our sweet awesome silky voices and just hear us talk about it because some of it has to do with the time the place Mm -hmm. what was what was the zeitgeist at the time (laughs) how were things going on like 
I mean, there, there's a point where Blink-182 had these DVDs that people used to buy at the time that, I mean, nowadays you're talking about like buying a DVD is kind of a weird thing. Like, right. But there's the whole thing where they have the clip of like, oh, we should do like a joke on enemy of the state and they have these videos. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And that's one of those that Blink was really great about. Even in like 2004, they had great video content that was out that nowadays would just be eaten up on YouTube. Right. Long before but- Mark Hoppus was live streaming his Animal Crossing playing on Twitch, he was creating mm-hmm. bonus DVD content of him playing Animal Crossing at the recording studio. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, and, <laughs> and, and that's just it. Is like they, they really had a very signi- significant cultural impact. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I say that not just as like, oh, well, they were a big popular band. No, they actually had like significant other things. And like some of it was like, they were a pop punk band that was like painted almost as bad boys, but also not. Yeah. Like y- you think about the, what is the, all the small things that's like, Oh, we're going to make fun of every music video out there. And at the same time, eh, it's just blink being blink. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the same premise. It, it's, it's just kind of, they have significant cultural impact that we can still see today. Agreed. And that's why I think they're a great band to talk through. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not a fan of Blink-182, forewarning on what we are looking at, when we go through the entire catalog, they have a few albums. Um, uh, the first one, and I will go ahead and tell you, the order in my head has been pretty clear as we started the conversation even before we recorded today, that I went, oh, it's Cheshire Cat, Dude Ranch, Buddha, Enema of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, <laughs> Blink-182, slash Untitled, Slash no title. Slash self-titled. Slash self-titled. Neighborhoods, California, and Nine. Of that list, I don't count two of those as being <laughs> Blink albums. But the thing that I find really funny is I always had in my head that Buddha came between Dude Ranch and Anime at the State. Mm-hmm. When literally today, I know my ignorance, is when I found out, no, Buddha was their demo from before Cheshire Cat. And it got re-released in 98, which dropped between Dude Ranch and Anima of the State. So there is my beautiful ignorance. But, uh, again, I'm pretty vocal about my feelings on... The band split (laughs) and did side projects a lot. One of which was, I know, we talk about it a lot, Boxcar Racer. Oh, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that was the first one on your mind. Yeah, for and sure. Then no, I was thinking. I, I was. I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about plus forty four. I mean, yeah. right, exactly. So. Which, um, and then there wasn't there another one. Yeah, there's one is that more. Boxcar racer plus forty four. Oh, angels and oh, airwaves. Yep. Oh my god! But right. that was that was a that was a oh god. small little side project. <laughs> um. <laughs> But the whole thing is like when I talk to people about Blink-182 nowadays, it's not that I don't, it's not Blink-182 in my head. Mm -hmm. It's going back to that when does the band become a cover band? When does the band become a brand? It's a brand at this point, not a band. Mm -hmm. And to me, the band is just like Plus 44. You don't have Mark, Tom, and Travis, which the Mark, Tom, and Travis show isn't on this list. And it it should should be. be. Because honestly, that's one of like my favorite of their Same. albums. I, I actually even have it on vinyl because I, I love say it. That too. <laughs> yes, it's so it's good. So good. Oh my gosh! It's... Literally, like I started buying vinyl. I'm like, I have to get yeah. Mark, the Mark Thomas Travis. Like show. one of the um, best live albums. Just period. I think. Now here is where I become a little bit of a hypocrite, mm-hmm. and I'm upfront about this now before we've even started the process. To me, 
when Tom left the band, I was like, this band is dead to me now. <laughs> like, and, and it's like, it's fine. It's not bad. I liked Alkaline Trio. I saw them. Mm-hmm. They were great. They put on a great mm-hmm. show. Um, but it's, it's not, it's not the same it's not Mark, to Tom me. And Travis. It, 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 it's, it's not, and it sounds different, but Travis wasn't the original drummer I, yeah, of the band, exactly. and I understand that, and I know that. They were on MTV with not Travis. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm comp- bad that I am 100% with you, um, because mm-hmm. Blink-182 is always Mark, Tom, and Travis to me, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, and there's different, there's a lot to talk about there, um, and even, I'm going to say this, okay. Just even the banter that Mark and Tom have is half of the show. Is half of their live show is just the oh, stupid yeah. shit they say to each other, and um, and then there's the hilarity, hilarity that is the fact that Mark and Tom can't shut up, and Travis never says a word. Um, but th- that's just pretty good. Yeah, but that's who, and we'll probably talk more about that in later episodes. I don't know, but um, like that's who Blink is to me is Mark, Tom, and Travis, and I and like I totally get that um travis was not the original drummer um who left for rehab correct and then i think mark and tom were like hey drummer from the aquabats aquabats i don't remember the reason why so it was scott right scott which i believe that that's a thing like if you actually start reading back through very popular trios drummers named scott if your name is scott and you're a drummer in a trio might I suggest you just change your name because it's just bad luck. Yeah. Just it's, all around. It's not great. You know, that eh, it's not mm-hmm. great. But um, so Scott left. The reasons why, I don't know. I want to say that they, I thought they were actually touring with Aquabats at the time. Could be totally off on that. We're going to find out. So. And we're going to talk about yeah. it. And then he just stayed. Yeah. And, and I think it's not that Scott wasn't a good drummer, but eh, Travis is kind of an awesome but drummer. It's so fucking Barker. So it's Travis fucking Barker. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, like, I think, no offense to Scott, because he is a great drummer, but, Mm -hmm. like, Travis, and I'm, I hesitate to say it this way, but I'm going to, like, Travis kind of made Blink what it is. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and not, like, obviously, Mark and Tom have to be there to make it as well, and, like, I'm sure, you know, they were well on their way when... Scott was still with them so I'm not I I don't know I can't rewrite history but like just Mm -hmm. Travis was such a part of the band when the when they were like really getting good (laughs) and like finding Mm -hmm. their popularity and starting to do bigger albums and bigger tours and things so I just feel like as much while he's not a founding member Travis is one third of Blink-182 like there's no getting around it Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's just that's just part of it. So um, we're going to unpack a lot of these things. You're going to hear a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened, in terms of live albums, there are live albums that I just absolutely love. My my number one live album, hands down, is Mark Tom and Travis mm-hmm. show, which we will talk about as part of the Blink-182 discography. Yes. We are sticking to primary albums. We're not looking for the weird releases. Not that those aren't cool, but we are going to try to stick with the with the mainstream here a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. again, our research can only go Wikipedia deep. And then, right. you know, at that point, what the hell are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that some of this that we want to talk about is some just like personal stories. And I, I was telling right before we started recording, it's the 
why why does Blink stick out as a band I want to do this with? Well, I remember putting Dude Ranch on on repeat while I was cleaning my room when I was, you know, I don't know, late elementary school, early high school. And then I was like, oh, um, yeah, I've been listening to this for like three hours. I should put on Cheshire Cat and made it like three tracks. And I was like, no, nah, back to Dude Ranch. <laughs> like, that's just... Yep has to happen here yep and so it's like i have i have those memories i remember listening to take off your pants and jacket while working in the wood shop in high school like mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things that i was around for and i'm really excited to do a deep listen even though this may be over the course of like you know a year right plus <laughs> and that's if we drive like again we're looking at what 10 10 albums at least yeah and I, this isn't going to be the blink 182 black door music argument right podcast so this is kind of going to be a side thing Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah yeah. blink was um yeah blink was important to me i yeah i remember listening to dude ranch um i remember very very clearly um listening to um enema of the state pretty much on repeat as i think a lot of people did (laughs) at that time um and then also like work sucks man Work sucks. Work sucks. I, I know. know. Um, I fun fact for a very very long time. I had planned at my wed. I had no. I was not a girl who planned my wedding. I was not. I didn't have bridesmaids outfits picked out since I was four. But the one thing that I wanted was to walk down the aisle to all the small things, <laughs> which I ended up not doing. But. I know. Well, and that's the little part of your childhood that died. And then a little We're gonna blame DJ for a that. A little one. part of my soul was destroyed on that day. No. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like Blink um was a big part of my life and I remember very clearly listening to that album on repeat and um also driving to school with my brother. My older brother drove me in. Um and we listened to Blink almost every single day. Like it's what we did. Um yeah. and like and that was a kind of a big part of my brother and my relationship. And like, we've gone to concerts together and um, yeah. And like, it was just a big part of our lives. And then um, also <clears throat> in a weird way, like I remember, I remember starting college and being like, okay, Carrie, high school is over. Like no one knows you here. You can have like a fresh start, figure out who you are. But also, this is scary, so try and be cool. Um, and, like, trying to put off this, like, hipstery vibe, I think. Like, I want to I want to go into college being, like, I listen to Jack Johnson. I don't know. Um, That's so sad. I know. Poor. But, like, every college student Carrie. does it. I know. I just, I want to hug them all. And then... I think about halfway through freshman year, but for sure by uh, second year, like I had found a good, like a decent group of friends and we all were like punk rock kids in high school that were trying to be something else. And then we kind of recognized who we actually were. Um, And just... We're going to throw those giant air quotes up in the air for punk rock, but please continue. (laughs) Yes, as you should. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm also... Big air quotes. But hot topic, literally, like, their stock just went up when you said (laughs) punk rock. I know. Well, yeah, because first of all, Blink is very, like, pop punk. And second of all, I am an obedient white girl. So, like, we... That's the level of air quotes you need for that. Um, But I just remember, like listening to blink again and enjoying all the albums with like my friends and feeling like 
yeah, like it's okay to be in college and still like the, these guys. And in a weird way, it sounds so dumb, but like, like Blink helped me remember who I am and like mm. continues to do that. Like, like when I throw on any of, well, when I throw on a few of their albums, I'm like, oh yeah. Like it's just immediate like endorphin rush and immediate just like, yeah, I like this version of Carrie. Anyway. All right. Well, we're going to unpack a whole lot more on these episodes. So look forward to those in the future or don't, whatever. Or uh, direct to go when with they the come whole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the way that I really appreciate this is I'll go ahead and reference Mark, Tom, and Travis show for anybody that doesn't like this. Hey, you know, we're going to release these episodes. They're going to be great. And if you dislike them, we're going to release them twice. So there's that. Okay, cool. So you well, can... well, there's one line where they. Hold on. You can stay here, you can leave early and beat your meat, but what's the actual... You can beat the traffic or You can beat, beat the meat. traffic or you can beat your meat. So, anyway. Oh, man, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> but we're going to wrap it up here before we get too far into it. Uh, as for the podcast, I've been Carson. I'm Carrie. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold, cold outside. outside.